My name is Maeve Honey. I'm an associate in the commercial and projects team at Shootsmiths. Hello, my name is Emma Lusty and I'm a principal associate in the commercial and projects team at Shoesmiths. Welcome to the ShoePod sessions. The purpose of these sessions is to help our listeners understand the key components of a commercial contract. Today's topic on our journey through a contract is anti-bribery. So Emma, what is an offence under the Bribery Act 2010? Well, broadly, under the Bribery Act 2010, it's an offence for a person to offer, promise or give a bribe to another person, request, agree to receive or accept a bribe, or to bribe a foreign public official to obtain or retain business. But for businesses, it's important to be aware that a commercial organisation also commits an offence under Section 7 if it fails to prevent bribery by a person acting on its behalf. So that would be an associated person, for example, agents, franchisees and suppliers of services, where the bribery was intended to obtain or retain a business advantage for the commercial organisation. So a commercial organisation can commit an offence under the Act? Yes. A commercial organisation that's incorporated or formed in the UK or carries on a business or part of a business in the UK can be liable under Section 7, even if it isn't aware of the corrupt conduct or the associated person isn't convicted of a bribery offence. The prosecution only needs to prove beyond reasonable doubt that an offence has been committed and that the bribe was paid for the benefit of the commercial organisation. But it's not as bad as it may seem at first. Um, If an offence has been proven, then the commercial organisation will need to demonstrate that it had adequate procedures in place. It won't be liable if it can show that it has in place adequate procedures designed to prevent bribery by its associated persons or that the associated person's bribe was not intended to obtain or retain business or a business advantage for the commercial organisation. What constitutes an adequate procedure? Well, unhelpfully, the Bribery Act doesn't define what constitutes adequate procedures. Um, And so what counts as adequate will depend on a variety of factors, including the level of risk the organisation faces, as well as the nature, scale and complexity of the organisation's activities. So what do commercial organisations need to consider? Well, relevant commercial organisations should consider the likely Section 7 risk. They should undertake appropriate due diligence on the other party and they should consider whether to add specific anti-bribery provisions to the contract or take any other steps to appropriately manage any identified risk. So what does a business qualifying as an associated person need to consider? Well, they should be prepared for the commercial organisation to raise the issue. They should cooperate with the organisation for requests for information. And they should expect to be asked to include and comply with anti-bribery provisions in the contract. Although it's the commercial organisation who is at risk of committing the Section 7 offence, the associated person should be prepared for the commercial organisation to raise the issue as part of its selection process in negotiations for new contracts or extensions to existing contracts. What about subcontractors and supply chains? That's actually a really great question, Maeve. Um, Where a supply chain involves several entities or a project is to be performed by a prime contractor with a series of subcontractors, A commercial organisation will usually only exercise control over its relationship with its contractual counterparty. Ministry of Justice guidance suggests that it's unlikely that the subcontractors will be performing services for the ultimate customer. They'll be delivering services for the counterparty and not for other parties in the contractual chain. The ultimate customer is therefore unlikely to be liable for bribery committed by its suppliers' subcontractors. However, 
the Ministry of Justice guidance does recommend that the principal way in which commercial organisations approach bribery risks that may arise lower down the supply chain is by employing appropriate anti-bribery procedures. So, for example, it might employ risk-based due diligence and the use of anti-bribery terms and conditions in its relationship with its contractual counterparty and request that the counterparty adopt a similar approach with the next person in the chain. So, in summary, a commercial organisation should assess whether the agreement will give rise to a relevant commercial organisation or associated person relationship, and if so, assess the external bribery risks, for example, country risk, sector risk, transaction risk and business opportunity risk. They should also assess the counterparty and consider whether there are any red flags and make appropriate due diligence inquiries. These could include looking at the counterparty's approach to reducing bribery risks and what policies they have in place what checks are carried out in relation to subcontractors and whether they require third parties to have policies in place and the counterparty's reputation. Appropriate provision should be included in all contractual documentation. We've come to the end of today's session. We hope you found it informative. Of course, if you need any assistance in any aspect of law that we've touched on today, please don't hesitate to get in touch with either Maeve or myself and we'd be very happy to help. From Maeve and myself, thank you very much for listening. Thank you.